0: Say it mean. Who's that out there living the dream? Let's bow in the bean. Who's that still smoking all that green? Let's bow in the bean. Come on, y'all, let me hear your scream. Let's bow in the bean. Let's
1: bow in the bean. Let's bow in the bean. Go. Let's bow the bean. Back after 209. Kicking <laughs> it off post 209 this was one of the most uneventful ufcs that we have come across in a long time the fight falling out the night before was unbelievable unbearable it definitely culminated in the main event which was the rematch we never wanted to see why didn't we want to see it because it a lot of what happened in the first fight happened which was two people pot at each other for five rounds one guy got one good punch in the whole fight and then the other loser says that he somehow won the fight and we're back at square one don't want to see, the, I don't want to see this part three. It was almost no. a draw again. It was almost a draw again. I could have seen their uh, rational decision for the draw, but it wasn't because there was action either way. It was the so much lack of this action. This the
0: whole thing that I have an issue with is round one and two. I, I under, like people are like, well, you got to give it to Stephen Wonderboy Thompson because he had ring control. There's got to be more. What Like, that? Sh- those two rounds, to me, should be even. If nothing really happens, if, and, and if you actually look at the numbers of those two rounds, Tyron actually laid more shots and a higher percentage, right. like, by 2% and by one shot. Like, it's not anything big, because there was only, like, nine punches thrown between, or, like, 17 punches thrown between the two of them in the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was... And so
0: I don't think... Ring control can't be enough. It can't just be it. Like, I just stand in the center of the ring and I get to... That's the way I
1: went around. What I always like to fall back on, which is somewhat of a cop-out move, but when you're two elite guys using your highest abilities and you know the potential danger that is across the ring from you, this can happen. And it's not that either fighter can't beat anybody else in the world, but they're in there with the best of the best. They, they can't afford to mess up. And that cautiousness kind of doles down the fight and this has happened before i mean this happened already once in the f- in already this happened the first fight around that's why I just this think was this just one not thing
0: can you say about woodley you know that no one's giving him credit for that because everyone's like you know wonder boy is a fan fave everybody loves his fighting style everybody thinks he's kick-ass can everyone just give woodley some credit that he shut down wonder boy twice i agree if anything no i
1: totally agree like, Woodley. if anything,
0: they were boring fights, but maybe it just says a lot that they are both exciting. You know, maybe not exciting in that, but they're both good, you know, they're two of the best.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And they both have a lot of interesting fights. Oh, so Other than boring. each other. Other than each other, because they can finish multiple other competitors. I was
0: disgruntled the entire time, watching the whole, just the whole night, thinking, like, right now we should be watching... Habib versus Ferguson, but Fat-Beeb...
1: I couldn't. agree.
0: Okay, going into that. Getting off so, the card for a minute.
1: Right. Because he does play into the card.
0: Yeah, and, we're, and we'll are and we get to the fight that matters, but the fight that should be here in this spot should be the Habib-Ferguson fight. Uh, what do you think about Alistair Overroom getting some IV bags? Because they keep it on the hush until
1: afterward. <laughs> this is what I was talking about earlier in our podcast about looking into the back... Uh, looking into the court documents that a lot of the UFC has closed off already in the previous Mark Hunt Brock Lesnar. Why did they have it closed off? Because they were doing stuff that is beyond shady that they know will make them look bad in the public eye. So they paid off Mark Hunt, and this is the type of stuff that they do. They say, nobody can have PEDs, but this one guy in a back room, Brock Lesnar, hush, hush. If we know and you know, and we're all cool with it, we can all make millions and it's no big deal at all. Um, And there's proof, more proof right there with Alistair Overeem. Apparently he had, what, the stomach flu or did he have food poisoning and was in the hospital? He says food
0: poisoning. I just don't believe it. I just feel like at that level, and I feel like I was talking to uneducated people about this. At that level, everything that comes into your body by that point close to the fight, it's not just coming out of, you're not just eating any old meal.
1: Early on in the sport, I did know. I do know that that had happened to a few fighters, but I feel like if you've been following the sport for any amount of time, you would have learned from their mistakes. And anyone in the gym says you're going to another country, don't eat anything. And who Take has more experience food.
0: of any other fighter on this? Card? Yeah,
1: than Overeem, he's went. Yeah, across so the I world. just don't
0: buy it. And whatever there's yeah. shady shit that's been going on. There's still people that it's like stood by. Like Brock Lesnar's clean, he was tested. There's still <laughs> those people. He does that. So asthma, I feel like. And Mark Hunt, his heart wasn't in it. Like, and why would it be? He Everything, he got a little disgruntled. There was a lot of weird questions. Do
1: you think, though, that he might have some sort of legal recourse or some way to get back at him? Because he's like, do you think they disclosed it the whole time that uh, Alistair Overeem was getting the IVs? Or... Do you think he was involved as far as, like, hey, your competitor is going to either drop the fight or he can have an IV and Mark Hunt it? there's some sort of
0: loophole there where the UFC can get away with it. I think it's something about the commission. Like, once you get the IV, I think it's the Nevada Athletic Commission. Once uh-huh. you get the IV, there's something that's sick, and then the Athletic Commission has to take the chance of, do we put the fighter in harm's way? Right. And so I think that... It's just the UFC doctor, whoever that is, making the call that, no, this person's fine. They have a little food poisoning. They're just a little dehydrated, which Dana said, if Habib would have gone to them, they would have pretty much given them I, the IVs back it, backstage. He would have gotten the level. Maybe Tony Ferguson would have known about it or not. Maybe he would have gotten offered the they same both, IV, and they, it would have gone on. They could have both
1: chose those fight three pounds up. Yeah, it's not because anyone him.
0: thinks the IV so dirty as much as... The athletic commission's not going to take a chance, right? So it's like the UFC might take so the.
1: apparently, chance. going into more of the whole Habib thing, I did hear in the presser he was saying that the camp ended up, the camp took him to an urgent care, and that was rookie mistake number one, AKA apparently Javier Mendes. Sunrise. The like, only reason
0: I know is because Dana brought up the name like four times about how horrible the care was at Sunrise. And I'm like, oh, damn, somebody but, must be working there that Dana's, like, slam. And I'm going to slam me again. Because they and should I'm have never given him
1: an again. IV. Because if they wouldn't have stuck him with an IV, Habib could have came back, went to another doctor, and, and got cleared. And they were all Russian.
0: Like, you don't know what kind of no. translators they have there or what kind of um, the translation mm-hmm. of, like, oh, it's this serious? Are his kidneys shutting down? Like
1: What I'm thinking is sunrise being some clinic that doesn't know who the fuck habib is and they're just like some guys coming in with kidney failure he says he was weight cutting have to stick ivs in his arm or they're lied negligibly or they're liable for being negligible and being like oh you guys should have given him liquids you could have seen that he's gonna have permanent kidney and or liver damage or whatever damage i
0: just think he said i'm weight cutting and my side hurts and they said oh you're weight cutting you need fluids prick. it's not just and your side, the second the uh, fluids go in yeah. and then the it, athletic yeah, commission done. knows about it they're like oh do you yeah, want to take a chance they can't. it's not like he's they just can't. going in against the can like
1: yeah it's a too high profile of a fight and with especially all of the news with mark Hunt and all of these other people getting um hit up and just it's we're seeing a lot of it, it's just still not fishy. the cleanest sport it's, it's still not the cleanest sport in the world throwing that out there people don't think that we're all like high and mighty the in goofs. the ufc
0: what's good for the goose
1: <laughs> but
0: anyways talking about the fight that never happened and will it happen because tony ferguson said today on the mma hour that he would fight at 210 so will habib take that fight
1: i think that it is and one tony of those ferguson that- said
0: i'll fight at 145 or 170 let's get it on
1: how do you feel, though, that uh, with just Tony Ferguson, w- a lot of people were clamoring that he should take another short notice fight. Um, and it since came out that the UFC actually was offering a half few of fights, but half of the pay because it wasn't going And
0: no, you never do it. No. Why, if anything they give him
1: more money for taking a short order fight totally, and saving your ass, right? I totally like agree. that's the only option the UFC could have had. And for just him. saying
0: it's not Habib, are you really saying that Michael Johnson's half as dangerous as Habib? No. I'm still risking getting a knockout and getting Michael washed Johnson right still off this. Michael power. I agree. Yeah, and getting washed right off you know, this card and out of the talks and altogether. Never and never yeah. towards a
1: title ever again. Yeah, like, that's it. You don't and
0: know? Yeah, so I just feel like, no, no, no. Tony Ferguson's come too far. He has a spotless yeah, record. Why on earth would he damage his yeah, fight career? For all
1: the naysayers, just yeah. let him know. And, like, he did the right move. And,
0: yeah, my everyone's like, oh, it's awesome that Michael Johnson did that. It's all Yeah, who wouldn't? It's money. And he, everyone's going to throw their name into the ring. Like, why not? And even if no one picks you up, your name was in the ring. You get a little publicity that Michael Johnson didn't have yesterday. So, I don't know.
1: And Ferguson's already done this before Tony's and awesome. already saved the UFC with the Venata fight. And what happened in the Venata fight, it made Venata a name where he was one of the biggest favorites when he never should have been. And it he was in danger because Venata did hurt him. And it's just the sport. If you get in there and close the cage, anything can happen regardless of skill. We've seen it happen before, and it is a chance. There, It, it is a game of Russian roulette. You're going in there with the biggest bullets, but... I like sometimes Tamer's it gets style. I
0: almost pressed my screen like
1: it was touch screen. <laughs> he, it was a really fun fight. Uh, Tamur it was a split decision. I could see it going either way. The takedowns definitely played the biggest role. He was just really transitioning them well um, from his striking to his takedowns. And you could see that Venata... Venata was definitely flustered as soon as he started getting taken down because he came in as our d D1 wrestler. That's what he came in as, but he was overcommitting to the strikes. I should have
0: looked at my history on this. That's the first time I ever voted against him.
1: Oh, wow. Vanata's hype because he came in on Ferguson and had the showing that he did, but it was a shirt on Vinata his fight. He did have
0: a hype train behind him.
1: And he, he, earned he earned it. He earned it. He earned it. He knocked out Modeski, which... I had said, regardless of who Mendeski fights, he's going to lose. That guy's done in the UFC, and that's t- proven to be true. So, Vanada just got the last uh, hurrah in that, of the or the last showing of that guy's career. Yeah, not I that Vanada's a huge, not I'm bad. Still a, um, Lando, Vanada
0: guy. I'm still he's a Lando-Vanada guy. i agree. He's going to
1: still do f- I just think Tamer, well.
0: I think he's watch going to watch him. out for. Yeah, definitely, for
1: sure. definitely, definitely watch him. And moving on to our Leslie Smith pick of the week, Dan Kelly versus Rashad Evans. Split decision. Um, this was definitely one to be really, really careful with.
0: It's kind of exactly how we pictured it going. It, it, everyone. Just Rashad has, Evans
1: doesn't pull the trigger. Guess what he didn't do? Pull Daniel the trigger. And Daniel Kelly we is underrated
0: in the grind. Like, that's it. And It could have went either way,
1: yeah. and I wouldn't have been mad.
0: I think Daniel Kelly's underrated, though. He's just an underrated well, guy. He's, he's made hard made more money nails. than
1: I think anybody so far. And <laughs> I've picked great. him, and it's a tough pick, but this dude is just came through. It's that fighting spirit, regardless of your 39 years age in a division that is full of young men. Like the 185 division is not the heavyweight division in the UFC. It's full of dudes that are in their mid twenties, early thirties. So him having already that long career in judo, in the Olympics, this guy proves that he wants to be in there fighting the best. Well, Rashad Evans isn't the best. I think Dan Kelly is picking his fights, but, um, when get I, you a know title what? Shot? This is
0: what I will say too. Um, it will. I think Dan Kelly at nine, he's a little bit away from a title shot. Maybe another fight or two. If he does an exciting fight, he could be one away. But he's probably two with everything going on in his division. In and his I think style, Rashad Evans, um, to me, proved he deserves one more fight. At least, interesting. I didn't think he looked bad. I thought. I, thought I think wrap. Dan Kelly's underrated, and I think yeah, he's stronger agree. than he looks. He has this dad body, so you're like, oh, this guy, you know, he doesn't seem to be... Underwhelming. Moving. Yes, and so I think people don't... I think he's stronger, like the same thing they say about Dan Henderson. Like, whoa, when you get up on this guy, he's super strong. Um, Agreed. So, yeah, I think... Both the guys, I don't ever want to see them fight each other again. Agreed. Rashad, he can still, why not put him against Tim I, Kennedy just to be a main event retired. of a. But for that, it's he like. He just retired. Tim Kennedy, come back for that fight. <laughs> Get it done. Be the biggest fight they've ever had on Fight Pass.
1: Got <laughs> a retirement, one fight and No, that would be a funny fight, actually. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
0: supposed to happen.
1: Yeah, That's well, the I, fight that was supposed I to happen in New
0: York 205 before Rashad zone. had his kidney stone. I felt like that would have been a better fight for both guys. No,
1: Rashad didn't. He just had a medical thing. It wasn't a kidney stone. Oh, I
0: thought he had a kidney Mitreone stone. was a kidney stone. Oh, I thought he had a, something no. that passed and no, then it was he, fine. But he they had didn't a clear medical
1: it. thing that has, uh, he's always had, but New York, because it was having ultra strict guidelines, just chose to not let him because he had a history. But oh. Nevada had let him fight with the same medical. And they didn't disclose it, but I'm assuming because of his ethnic background it's some sort of heart disease he's a big
0: enough name they can put him on there fight early card one of the younger up-and-coming guys just to be like all right your last fight sorry we're We're gonna feed you (laughs) they've already he's He's on a five fight
1: losing streak four fight losing streak five i think it's been like four or five years since he's won um either way dan kelly his next fight he was a good pick he definitely is a oh, good yeah, pick.
0: Let's
1: see. Any anybody that's a flashy fighter, I want to see against Dan Kelly. That why doesn't not have the take them. Dan Kelly versus defense. Alistair Two different weight div like they're they have oh. uh, weight division between them. What is even? Dan even?
0: Kelly's weight division? One eighty five. One eighty five. Oh, who does Ye- Dan Kelly fight?
1: Exactly. Um, his- Whitaker's already fighting Hall. I think maybe. I don't know why that guy he heavier.
0: Thought he was Uriah too Hall fired, would but... be
1: an interesting fight. It would be a dangerous, dangerous is that fight well? for Kelly. Wait, um, no, that's one
0: eighty-five. Light heavyweight.
1: Yeah, uh nope, that's uh, middleweight. Middleweight. But there is definitely a stagnant feel to that division in general. You can see it in the fights that do go on in there. It's just oh. OSP, who's, I think, on a three-fight skid. No, he's up at 205. He's still in, I think, the 185 even rankings for UFC. Mm-hmm. That's how sparse the 185 division is. Yo Romero, the contender to Bisbing. Bisbing's going to fight GSP. Somebody not even in the weight division.
0: Oh, um, I just want the weight class. It's so messy. Top 50 women changes. I don't want changes is worldwide rankings. Annual. Oh,
1: I don't want the all-time. <laughs> but either way... Crapes. Moving on to the next fight.
0: Yeah, Dan Kelly didn't move at all in the rankings. Yeah,
1: because Evans just broke into the division and yeah, he no hasn't cares. won a fight. Exactly. So, it, it really didn't do much for Kelly other than us hardcores be like, Yay, another one for the good guys. I Even though Rashad Evans is a good guy, too. It was just kind of like, the underdog wins again for us. So, cavilio made her debut against Amanda Bobby Cooper uh 115 pounds, and Team Alpha Male showed strong with the first round submission in I the first minute the and 45 seconds. I about
0: fight that should be more talked about on every podcast right I now. I mean,
1: she jumped right over Bobby Cooper.
0: And everybody had ABC on that, a lot of really? other podcasts. I was surprised, too.
1: R- Whoa, we were all over Covilio, right? I believe we were. Yeah, because, I yeah. feel
0: like by the ends, the lines closed. I don't know how it all went, but... I feel like Cavilio wasn't she even a good pick on DraftKings? 8-1. She might have
1: been the over.
0: I don't know if she was the favorite by the end or not.
1: <laughs> she was a good pick on DraftKings, definitely. Uh, Dan Kelly wasn't the biggest because it was a split decision. Uh, Tamura as well not, and neither was Woodley just to go back on all our previous fights. They didn't really rack it up because the finishes weren't there. Um, is
0: Amanda, is she deserve another fight in the UFC or is Caviglio? Cavillo that good
1: I think Bobby Cooper's on a three fight skid now at the 115 division I think that she might go to Invicta I think that she probably needs to two and three as a pro and then again I believe she was in the UFC as like a two and oh and or like a one and O, oh, and then was in the UFC so her competition has only been top notch are mostly been top notch and she's faltered Every time I just I think, think that Calvilla, she needs to go that to the transition victim.
0: that she did was sick.
1: Yeah, it was a darce over into hooks, like she it turned was
0: like an it anaconda transition into over the top
1: into hooks into a was
0: It was crazy.
1: She muscled it and it worked really well. But definitely, Cavilio, just with that amount of intensity, is going to be someone in the 115 division to look out for. You can already see the JJ in the future, but give her a good three, four, five fights. Get ready, cause she's watching JJ right now. She's been watching JJ se- she's since. Older, she's older
0: I feel like she's like twenty nine or twenty eight. I feel if like she's an. Give older... Give her two
1: or two or three more fights, and she'll be right there for I that. I know it's a division. shame
0: and that Paige is her. Or, um, yeah, Paige PVZ is her um,
1: training partner. Training
0: partner, ringmate at least. Or we've gym seen mate. it
1: happen before: John Jones versus Rashad Evans.
0: Because I'd like to see her fight somebody of that sort of caliber first. Uh huh. She yeah. She's twenty nine.
1: That uh, I'm really interested to see the longevity of the female career compared to the male. Especially
0: if you're somebody that has a ground game, if we're watching like a Damien Maya.
1: How much longer they potentially can have the career out there? Because I don't know if the I know if she has not that I've studied her background too much. The amount of injuries that
0: the girls seem to be dipping quicker.
1: Is. Out like right getting now, out.
0: We're watching our big stars like just be like two sits.
1: that's just because they gotta knock the bug out two times in a row. <laughs> that is is that gonna
0: happen eventually? Or I know I think see the these caliber girls have it's, tons more Yeah. They're I gonna think be the, more well The leaps and
1: bounds that they're growing that they're gonna just evolve even in the amount that they heal, even the way that they uh there's things that they, they don't have be to go through. To get one get Right. And in the back of the gym they're not Having to learn all these things, all the guys can tell them, hey, take an ice bath, now go get into a sauna, now do this. They, or they have, like, take these minerals. Like, they don't just have to make it up. They have a history of people Speaking that can help of, them get back. Um,
0: Dominic Cruz seems like a better Dominic Cruz since The loss. Like, he just seems like he's enjoying life a little more. He's i just seen him on a few backstage interviews and stuff, and he's just goofy. Like, pretty funny cutting up in ways that I never finally seen started him to do relax Yay, a little bit, chilled out, finally getting the I belt like off his shoulders. I like that, yes, it <laughs> seems like a lot of pressure. Who needs it? Um, so we can move on to, yeah,
1: Alistair Overeem versus Mark Hunt at 265. Apparently, Alistair Overeem had food poisoning, he was in the emergency room just like Habib would have been, he was given an IV. The commission knew about it. The doctors knew about it. No, it wasn't in the emergency room. It wasn't emergency room. He went to,
0: he called Dana, Uh and Dana called the UFC doctors, and the UFC doctors gave him an IV bag, and then afterward it came out, and I think something's fishy with it because Dana interrupted the press conference to come out and say, hey, here's the official story of how I wanted to lay it out, so none of you even need to ask Alistair about this. At all, kind of. He didn't say any of that, but that's kind of, he just yeah, came out with like, here's this. And sat down even. Yeah, and like took, you know, took the mic for a minute and was like, he had an IV bag and it's just like, what? And some people say, oh, he could have been pressured because he just had the other fight fall out. But I'm like, no, he would have done it for both fights. He would have done it for both fights. Khabib's people just handled it wrong. And he pretty much did say that. Yeah,
1: he did say that. He's he- like, I'm
0: not saying the fight could have happened, but the fight probably would have happened.
1: So this was a first round TKO, it, or was it first round or second? Um,
0: second, I think. I, I believe it was second.
1: I think it was second actually. No third. It was third. third. Yeah. It was third round, and it was a knee, and it was, it was a, multiple it knee, was but a nasty but it, nasty. It wasn't just a knee. I feel like he hit a right before that, but not even that. There was multiple other it was right shots. That, knees. Yeah. Even then. Alistair Overeem started to get the better of the striking. The first round was really uh, timid. I feel like Mark Hunt landed a couple good shots on Overeem. Overeem really took him well and beat him with the striking. I thought Overeem
0: looked really good. I thought the best thing that Overeem did is um, every time we kind of thought, oh, no, he looks like he's running. Which was always When scary. he turns
1: his the, back, that's where he always gets yeah, hit. Yeah, and
0: he, like, turned his back. But what and he was runs. doing smart is every single time he was covering up, and he was boxing style and covering up his full head. Yeah, so yeah. it was nerve-wracking watching him take those punches. But now looking back at it, like, whoa. You know, you never see that defensive side of Overeem. Or maybe he was an old school, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen that side of him watching over the past few years. So I liked that. Like, oh, he's playing... Really intelligent.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I actually remember saying the same thing about Mark Hunt at a point in time when he half had Overeem hurt and we both were saying in the middle of the fight, ooh, Mark Hunt's really sitting back and picking his shots because he didn't just A more patient Mark Hunt and a more
0: defensive Overeem was interesting. It
1: really was, but it was both the veteranship of both of these gentlemen that ended up just showing their elite striking and they both waited for their punches against lesser strikers they both would have knocked them out on either side if they were both going against somebody else they would have won that fight but against each other Alistair Overeem got enough to I think that was the second round third round came out Mark Hunt also had a um, gash in his shin
0: nasty gash
1: I think he had a vagina coming out of his shin (laughs) it was just huge right on that tattoo it looked like it could have they brought the doctor in to check it out even it was that bad (laughs) it It was dirty it was dirty Mark Hunt New Zealand as KFC King definitely is he New
0: Zealand he's not New Zealand
1: Samoan Kiwi Samoan yes the super Samoan (laughs) every goddamn time poor guy 42 years old the he doesn't thing need about to be him i know he
0: doesn't need to be doing these this these lawsuits anymore.
1: with the ufc he know uh, there's he just... just
0: take some his muns and yeah. i mean i know maybe this is just what he does he doesn't know how to do anything else but it's just like go hang out with your family take your muns go hang out with your family
1: yeah, I agree. But I definitely think looked he... a lot...
0: I thought Alistair looked good. A lot better than I thought. It's not just because he had the knockout. He was just doing it until... Intellig- he did was hurt a few times, too. He looked yeah, a lot better. It was tougher. a coin
1: blip of a fight. It, it definitely, definitely was. And he's taken a much different aspect to his career. And it's definitely showing in the latter parts, for sure. Moving on to another heavyweight fight. This was Henrique de Silva versus Marcin. No, Luis Henrique. Luis Henrique. I think it's De Silva at the end as well. Maybe. Yeah, there's so many Henrique De Silva's in this. There's another one coming up at this coming up weekend, by the way. But against Tibura, this, I feel like, was a little bit earlier of a stoppage. We're going to talk about one a little bit later. But Tibura won this by a TKO... Was it a ground and pound right at the end of... I
0: think so. Did we think it was an early stop? I
1: think this one was one of them. There was another one earlier as well that we definitely said was early. This was in round three. Um, Tabura's ground game or ability to get back up finally wore on Henrique enough that he started to wilt. The strikes started to accumulate. And I don't remember one specific flashy punch that really got him down. I just... Remember the ground and pound being the deciding talk I've
0: always kind of been on the fence with Henrique and I think this definitely puts me on the other side. I felt like he got beat in his own schoolyard. I just
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I'd agree with that. And
0: I, not that I cause and I just don't think Tabura is amazing. So I feel like eh. Anyway, yeah. That fight was
1: So this was also well, moving on. To no, the do. next... Yeah. <laughs> you, I
0: mean, it was...
1: There was... Yeah. There, there's not really much more to yeah. say. I mean, the heavyweight... They're going to have a few more fights each just because of the lackingness. This card
0: was just a little, like...
1: <sighs> it was... There was a little <laughs> bit of the... It was like a... Sauce taken out. <laughs> Missing a little salt, extra salt. It, it had it was missing a bit, but Darren Elkins versus Mersad Becknick, definitely the biggest underdog of the night. The cash we actually were thinking of Darren Elkins for As our are
0: Leslie Smith myth pick. pick, they were it was between him and Kelly,
1: exactly. And we ended up picking Kelly, who did come through, but if I would Elkins, have remembered
0: the damage tattoo, I know I would have gone with Elkins. I just totally forgot about it until weigh in. Uh,
1: by far, I forgot to say one of the ro- top three. Worst tattoos in MMA, the hammer on... I feel
0: like, have we done a podcast Thiago, about this tattoo? No,
1: we've done it about Tiago Santos, who has the hammer, Brock Lesnar also has the sword, and who else has something right up the middle? Somebody,
0: meadow? we talked about it. I'm wanting to say it's Knight.
1: I don't know, but we've talked about like no
0: somebody eyebrows platinum Perry.
1: Oh, platinum Perry, but yeah, that's that's not the chest. I'm but b- yeah. Tiago Santos has that hammer in the middle of his chest. That's a pretty rough one. That goes down to his belly button.
0: The damage, and I don't know if it's held together by stables or stitches. I don't know what the look. I'm sure it looks like something up close. It looks like, like a, a scab to me. Scarf. It
1: looks to me like scabs, but like a picky it scab. It looks like
0: it carved in his chest. It looks like the whoever. Damage. And you know the crazy thing about Elkins is. Um, he just, in his fight stuff, he just seems like such a middle-western, midwestern white guy. Grindr. And then he's like, the damage. <laughs> 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 like,
1: he's a grinder grinder. That's what we told you guys to look out for was the grindability of Darren Elkins. He took a beating. Mursad Bechtik Bec- looked amazing in those first two rounds. Yeah, and no one he should just, dis-
0: people that are going to be like, oh, I'm never picking Beckbeck. That's crazy. It's just that Elkins always underrated. Always, always, always. And in his next fight, he's going to be underrated again. No matter who they put him against, he's going to be underrated again.
1: He beat a big enough of a dog that... Or a big enough... He was a big enough of an underdog that I think that he's going to get a lot more love. Because he should have never been... What do you put?
0: Elkins, Edgar?
1: That's a fun fight. I'd watch that. I don't think that that's even happened before. Um, I would definitely watch that. It would be good for the both of them. Um... Elkins is, I think, though, at the lower end where he's at like the 10th position where Edgar's in that top five. So, yeah, I think Elkins might have a little ways to go before he gets there. But Mursad Beck, they gassed himself, but his punches look strike. I mean, remember Elkins looking hurt in both rounds prior to that? He took Elkins. A yeah.
0: Elkins took a beating. He
1: took a beating, beating. And it takes, that still takes years off your life. I mean, he took the type of beating where it's just like, Good thing you're tough, but he was swollen from head to toe.
0: He had that Brennan chop cheek going. Where was that? On one side, and then
1: the other side, the top of his skull, and he had a, a cut, but either way, it's not the first time that he's been in these type of fights, and he's not getting any younger. I love Darren Elkins. I've made a lot of money off of him for reasons like this, but there is a point in time where the rubber meets the road, and it starts to wear on you, and the damage might have already been done <laughs> moving You're on to <laughs> yuri alcantara defeats luke sanders via submission um, had yuri as a decision in this and this was one of those things where sanders was winning the first two rounds of this he fight yeah whole fight yeah i think he had the wrestling... whole fight
0: and i actually thought he was going to finish it yeah like a few times and I, I agree uh, with that him. knee um, they're both we talked about it that night. They are both um, have been doing this long enough. He knew it was in too good. It, like, no damage was done in that knee.
1: Yeah, I agree. both
0: guys knew he had it. It was a quick tap. It wasn't he like, I, I don't need you to stretch it. it all the way. There's no me getting out of this. It yeah, I agree. to do with...
1: I agree Sanders did do a veteran move, which is not let him break it. And just say, all right, you got me. I'm going to fight in seven days if I can again. Thanks and for the fight. the same fight.
0: thing, I don't think it's, this loss, I have to remember it, not affecting me with picking him next time when I'm looking oh he lost to Alcantara
1: and not just look at the yes, loss yes
0: and just look at the loss I remember, to remember the body that. of work yeah
1: exactly and be like no he had Alcantara and all sorts of hurt Alcantara also in the later part of his career well midway through his career he's just had a really long career as well um yeah I had some the I veteranship saw where you saw that savviness where Alcantara's been hurt in three rounds ra- and third round say, multiple times I my fight cards
0: every single one of my people were winning
1: and then it and came then back lost. the other way.
0: Every it was like a night of that two of just round, veteranship. Yeah, just, well, just or like two losses and then a weird comeback. Yeah. Like where they were like taking two loss two round losses and then a comeback. Or one round big sweep loss and then a comeback until the last fight. <laughs> that well, I guess if he was down by ring control.
1: Yeah, did we post we ended up posting our
0: Oh yeah, they're up. Those horrible picks. Mine. Uh, Yours were alright.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. But, you know,
0: I. Everything that I said on the podcast, I stood with on my DraftKings. And so I did okay until I feel like I had my worst night of DraftKings ever, but my card showed it.
1: Oh interesting.
0: Because I picked a lot of winners, but there were a lot of winners that got like seventy six and sixty four. There was losers that. that had more like seventy three points. Yeah, agreed. Like Bektik, he had seventy three points. So it made it that the people that went with Bectic, even though I went with this underdog and per money paid, my points were good. It was like Darren Elkins didn't get as much as Bectic. Yeah. And I he agree won with the fight. That. I agree with so, that. That was weird. Yeah, so I had that Elkins on most of my cards you know, winning and right, I right, didn't right, have right. any Bectic, so but the points didn't show that exactly. I should have taken that. Right. So there there's something to be said about there's still t- the point structure. Time on to change.
1: Teams. It is definitely um a hard night of picks. It showed all the way around. This wasn't an easy card to pick. This wasn't uh I think that I could have easily been in your boat and had low picks on this because there was many fights where I was like, it's over. I called it the other way, and I said, there goes one in the hole for me, and they come out of nowhere, and it's the beauty of the sport. It's why we watch, because...
0: Tonight, it was, like, a, not a boring night. There was some okay fights on it, but I definitely think this was a big cog that no one sees turning, that there's going to be matches made from this.
1: Definitely. We saw, with Tamora, definitely up-and-comer, Venata, again, (laughs) being an up-and-comer, but we saw some guys shine in there. Alcantara Sanders with his loss. We still got a couple more to go with Mark Godbeer versus Spitz. Third round decision. Godbeer. This was another heavyweight fight. I knew better.
0: I had Godbeer beer all week. All week. I changed it to Spitz last minute. Spitz. I did that a lot
1: too. I just really hated Godbeer's last showing and I really played it off of that. And I thought that the youth and then the size to remember, of Spitz would help. It did it.
0: Another thing for me to really remember, I don't know how Godbear would have feared against somebody of a decent caliber.
1: Agree. I have so to remember Spitz, it. I, like th- this. Heat gas in the first round. You remember rant? all the
0: fights, so you have to remind me. Like remember, Godbear only won against Spitz.
1: And yeah, and Spitz <laughs> gas in, like, the middle of the yeah, first round. And then it was like, oh, shit. Godbeer just won a decision where he just knocks people out or gets knocked out. So it's like.
0: And so that he won a it, decision definitely makes him a little more dangerous. But you don't know because he just fought Spitz.
1: Where he should have knocked him out. And it, Exactly. Be because there was times in that fight where I'm like, or right, I call it, where Spitz had both hands down coming out and just, like, moving his head and getting punched and just being like, refs, don't stop it. And they didn't stop it. It was unreal sometimes Just how they didn't the <laughs> no, <he has> I... <laughs> the time. So moving on to the next fight. Tyson Pedro versus Paul Craig. This finish in TKO round one. I'm gonna let you take it away from this.
0: Um I feel like this is the fight I was most wrong about and I like Pedro so much. Like I'm a oh. fan forever.
1: I thought you were gonna go into the whole night because it was true that if there was an early stoppage on the card.
0: Oh, this was an early stoppage. If I don't there know was. If the car, I don't know how different the fight would have gone, though. After, even though I think the f- stoppage was early, just I think Pedro would have eventually won. I think he is. Um,
1: Usman style. I think I can relate him to Usman. But I kind of saw that beforehand. I don't know if I related him to that. I wish
0: I would have changed this fight after Wayans. I wish I would have gone with my gut after Wayans on this. The second I saw his tattoos, I (laughs) was just like, oh, it's that guy. Sometimes I don't remember who they are. Um, And I also remembered this guy's last fight. And I wish Paul Craig, I wish I would have rewatched it. Because I remember the night I was wrong on that pick. And I remember being like, "Whoa, that was sneaky quick. Is this, is this guy like Amaya? Oh, and
1: yeah. And then, yeah, yeah.
0: the very first takedown defense that Pedro did, I was yeah. like, oh.
1: It's done seeds. It's, th- it's There's done no seeds. way.
0: And I don't know. I feel like he could be one of the hardest hitters in 205. Pedro? Yeah, that was frightening. Like
1: I really what, have been on a Pedro train ever since he beat Roundtree. Um, just because he... In watching the fight, just because he took the shots from Roundtree, which... There's not going to be many harder hitters in that. And then he demolished them on the ground. When Nick Rantry was at ATT working on his ground game. And still, he shut him down. But it was a testament to Pedro. He did this on the show too. And people just, they don't remember it because it's not flashy. That TBI is what we want to see.
0: It's solid.
1: It, it, exactly, it's solid. But he created that TBI on the ground because, as you were saying, it was only a matter of time until he kept landing those elbows. He had yeah. a crucifix. And he hurt him with shots. And we saw above. a lot of
0: crucifixes.
1: They're happening more and more often. They're they're a and great way to control would be both arms. A
0: frightening guy to have your arms caught up.
1: Well, I think that there was also the reason that this was called early is because Greg Craig actually screamed,
0: oh, uh, uh,
1: And the I ref think there stopped was a it.
0: Guy in the audience. Really? really, I, I heard a dude to scream. It, I, I like heard Craig somebody scream. In the audience.
1: But. You fucking hit me in the goddamn face yeah, with elbows like that. Yes, you're allowed to say owls. Yes, I would agree. You're
0: allowed to say out. I would agree.
1: Be like, everyone. that hurt. You just poked my eyeball out, like yes. Yeah, like <sighs> oh. But they ended up calling the fight directly soon after that. So um, definitely watch out for both of these fighters because I think Craig can actually do well against uh, other caliber fighters. But Pedro is one of these dark horses that's gonna start to climb really fast, and I this think just so too. this really showed why he's gonna do that.
0: I think his tattoo looks really cool in the ring. It's one he of the better have, tattoos really in all cool of UFC. Pieces, for like sure, for
1: leg, sure. Like his the style of it. Anyway. So move to the earliest of all prelims, this was for the hardest core fight fans. Morales, who was fighting for his contract versus debuter, the Asian sensation. This was a three-round split decision, which went to Morales. Um, I feel like I definitely called this. This was gonna be where the veteran wrestling. This is wrestling, what I have to say. The though. wrestling.
0: Both guys. Sometimes it's not about a win or loss to me. Both guys. Not. Not caliber. UFC caliber. This is. A perfect, I could see like, it.
1: I could see it in. I could see it in the Asian persuasion potentially. Asian sensation. He <laughs> <laughs> should be the Asian persuasion. It's way better. <laughs> it's,
0: it rhymes. It
1: way better than sensation. It's so hard. So.
0: Unless he was the Asian sensation, that would be the only way it would work. Right. Not Asian sensation. Sensation. It's like, what does that go? What does that say? What's his name in Asia? The sensation?
1: I would say something really racist, not racist, <laughs> but I'd mimic a style that I wouldn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. It'd be just You're come out horrible. You're about to talk like a Korean exactly. shop owner. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to put myself in that spot right now. So I would say that I think uh, we should
0: have cards where they say like a Korean shop owner, and then I'm like, all right, so here's the card. You have to do this breakdown as Eskimo or like yeah. Korean shop owner.
1: <laughs> I think they like to be called Inuit, anyway, by the way. But boom.
0: No, I think there's Eskimos, too.
1: Is there? I believe it. What are the Russian ones that look Asian?
0: (laughs) What are the the Russian ones that look Asian? Yes!
1: The ones that are way up there that live in huts and eat the seal meat?
0: Maybe they're the... I don't know.
1: Either way, get one of those motherfuckers in the UFC. If they can wrestle yaks, they're going to get in here and grab some motherfuckers. Either way, Morales (laughs) ended up taking him down, uh, the Asian sensation, the whole time. Um, striking either guy. I mean, the brawler came out in Morales. He did look a bit more technical. Jabs were landing actually for him really well. Um, it was a scrap, but it was, it did look kind of like, not that they're JV, but if you were to see varsity guys going at it, you could see the different definitely the lacking because there was just scrambles that didn't need to be there that both fighters got into
0: um okay before i even think of moving on to the actual most exciting thing that happened all weekend <clears throat> what do you do with woodley and wonder boy next
1: you definitely put wonder boy back in it and then you give woodley the number one contender I mean, Woodley's got the number one contender. He's the number
0: one contender right now? At
1: 170. 100 boy. (laughs) No, because he's got to go to at least three. Two? But then, yeah, he goes to two because then the number one contender would be... And are they... Oh, I can't think of who the number one contender is. Light heavyweights? No, 170. 170 pounds. Welterweight. So, GSP...
0: Welterweight. Welterweight? Yeah, yeah, Welterweight. Welterweight, yeah. Yeah,
1: Welterweight. And... Right now at Welterweight, there is Maya Masvidal going for that spot there. So the winner of that is going to be an up and comer. Can you
0: hold him up for that long? Because he's pretty unhurt. He's unscathed by that fight.
1: It, it all depends on what he said. There was no damage,
0: he, not a lick he, of damage. I think down he, by he has Thompson. the option
1: of when he wants to come back and fight. Robbie Lawler, who's been vacant, and that's why I can't think of him. He hasn't come back since his loss. Woodley's already fought two times since that.
0: I know. Is Robbie Lawler's head in the game to be coming back for... Which,
1: I he moved away from Florida. He's definitely been out of sight, out of mind. He's not with ATT, and... (laughs) <laughs> um, we really don't know what's going on and don't with him, you move so Wonder he's just Wonderboy down a from spot. a
0: double loss, or was the loss
1: too close to move him down? I anything? think that he needs to go to number five or six. I think you have to do that. I think Carlos Condon also needs to not be in that number five spot. He has openly said multiple times that he has doesn't know whether he wants to fight and is leaning towards no. Get him off there and put other people there that deserve to be there. Neil Magny.
0: That's an okay fight, because is going to be fighting Maya. We don't know where Robbie Lawler is. Uh, Carlos Condit says he didn't want to fight. So as far as I know, he doesn't want to fight. Maybe he was just being bitter. I don't know. So if Magny... I think you... You know who's been talking shit, though, to Woodley is uh, Nick Diaz. And I think... Give him a money fight. After two wins, you've put him through some bullshit. Why can't the champion call his fight? Bisping gets to fight every friggin'... That's what I was going to go to with the most exciting news of the weekend. It's not that GSP's back to me at all. I just thought the press conference was entertaining, but I won't go into it yet. Um, So, Woodley, who do you give Woodley? I think, to me, Stephen Thompson versus Cowboy is the best one I saw online, and I also think maybe New York Rick brought it up. Um, I just think it's interesting. Why not? On a double loss? Cowboy's on a loss? Cowboy would
1: take that fight. That would be a striker's delight. That would be so much fun. Um, That might not fare really well for Cowboy. I think that the...
0: Maybe not. Maybe he has to go back down. But I feel like... No,
1: no, no. I just... As far as breaking it off the top of my head, I feel like the reason it was such a boring fight is because we see um, Thompson... Knock people out. But what does he knock people out? Coming in, he's a counter-striker. So
0: is Woodley. That's why the fight was so boring. So
1: Woodley with his cage to the back the whole time. He and Thompson didn't want to come in on him. Why? Because Woodley has enough power to shut your lights off when you come in on him. And with that blitzing style, he just tried to uh, get Woodley to come in on that counter-strike. And... I feel like Donald Cerrone can get baited at times to come into those strikes. And Thompson's not a person that you can I feel like they're both to. money
0: enough cards. You give Woodley That'd be, Diaz. I'd love it. I'd love it. You give Woodley Diaz. You give Wonderboy uh, Cerrone. Um, after all that fight's finished, Maya um, uh, game brad fight. And then they take the winner loser of both of those. So if we ever have to see this rubber match again, it's at least three fights away. Dear God, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, if we ever have to see it again, it's been close enough twice. I feel like the second fight was definitely closer than the first. But those two rounds, the first two rounds, you just have to consider one round because they were just so... Nothing happened. Nothing happened in those. The only damage that was done in the fight, the only flurries that happened in the fight, all Woodley.
1: Yeah, I agree. Again, it was the same thing as the first fight. I mean, there's really nothing to add because it was the same thing as the first fight. We just watched rounds, and I know they said <laughs> seven, eight, nine, and ten, and it's true. It was just you could have cut out three months and put yeah. this fight together and been like, "This is still the this same thing." This is still happening. Thing.
0: Yeah, someone he comes out of the bedroom. Oh, this fight's still yeah. on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. And we Red just know Winkle. what we do know about these two fighters and their styles is that they're not going to walk into each other's punches and get them out of there. Get other people that are going to just mix it up and do other stuff. Try to take yeah, down. Yeah, I think you have do to give Woodley, give shit. Woodley,
0: a, give Woodley Diaz. If Diaz comes back, he wants to fight for a title. Let it happen. It's the way to make him exciting. All the shit talk leading up to it. it would be. And then I think the fight in the exact same way that I was so excited about Ferguson Habib. I am so excited to sit, excited about Masvidal. Maya. Me. It's the secret hidden fight that no one... It's like our next like okay, we don't have this. Let's it's move on night. to these two monsters. Yes, I
1: agree. This well. is a fight fans ultra favorite just because so many people are ducking Maya and Masvidal and they're just both like, oh, makes sense. We should fight. Um, it's really on Damian Maya who's taking the bigger step Think I think here by giving Masvidal the the potential spot but who are they fight? Who's between them? Carlos Condon? Someone who shouldn't be there anyway. He so there's are not, some,
0: or Robbie Lawler at so this
1: point. It's really on Damien Maya where he, whether he wanted that fight because Damien Maya really wants to fight Robbie Lawler or Thompson and, to get into Robbie that. Robbie is position. of the level
0: of Diaz. If he stays out for another two years, he can come back and fight for the title. He's of mm-hmm. that caliber UFC fighter where he's always going to be able to walk into his spot. He doesn't need to take more damage. It makes me wonder what if something happened at a doctor's office. Because he seems to be. We don't. It's, you know, he's the man. He's the invisible man. <clears throat> Maya can't do worse than Woodley versus Thompson. That's what the UFC pay per view buys are saying. Which, no, it's, because it's an exciting fight. That's what they don't understand. Woodley versus Thompson would have been amazing if Ferguson could be. Do beat. we
1: know the pay per view buys of the 209 I don't so far? Know. I don't I'm think sure I've seen any it. numbers. There's uh, on Twitter a Jedi Goodman. The does a lot of the actual numbers, but usually it's a couple days till he ends up getting up. I believe he works for some agency that ends up getting some sort of Niel- Nielsen ratings. I don't know how he verifies them. So this guy could totally be making them up in some spoof account. Don't listen to me. Go to Twitter you name. Second
0: there. lowest pay-per-view payout in program history.
1: Wow. Whoa, the pay- but this is That's the money the they fighters. gave to the fighters. Yeah. That sucks. And Ferguson rightfully so, didn't become a part of that headline.
0: I love how um, Dana White said, if you're not a big pay-per-view star, stop asking for money fights and just shut up and fight. Agreed. Because everyone is asking for it. MMA payout. Yeah, I don't think the real ones are out yet. Um, but the GSP, Bisping press conference is pretty entertaining.
1: Agreed. So Bisping came in late, said you it was You want to out
0: like you were, what, are you drunk? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bisbing tore GSP apart. GSP didn't know what he got into and then was like, oh shit. Bisbing hasn't <laughs> really he come out like that. But he's notoriously done that. But I love that he came in late and was like, fuck, I'm gonna make it up to you, Dana. And you can see Dana be like, I'm sorry, Bisbing's late. And he made it up by saying, hey, fuck you. And just got into it. And everyone's like, and He's like, oh, I'm shit. gonna
0: make it up to you right yeah, this second. Right now, Dana.
1: exactly. Yeah. And he said, I just created heat. We're all talking about it because it was fun. GSP got heated. Bisping was just like... he, But he does that. He's notoriously been this, this bad guy, the count figure. Um, never back down from a, fight, a fighter's fighter. Will go down in the Hall of Fame as beating some of the best ever. And he's done it, rightfully so. He's come back from Mark stuff. my
0: words, we're going to see Anderson Silva Bisping.
1: We're oh, going to see much. that
0: fight. And I'm like, what in the world? Who is? And then he's going to retire. Bisping will retire a champion.
1: Mark my words, we're going to see, like the movie um, Bleed for This, a documentary piece on Michael Bisping. He has that type of life where he came from the and gutters. And losing his
0: eye. Exactly. And, and coming
1: back and being the champ after that and beating these younger guys and still fighting the elite fighters. And just and GSP
0: a, like, will be playing clean. himself one of because the few, he looks the same.
1: I'd say Michael Bisping one of the few guys with GSP that their whole careers have been clean and nobody has ever said the otherwise. And Michael Bisping has never looked like a fighter, ever.
0: I think Michael Bisping said it perfectly in the press conference. He said, you were scared to fight these steroided up guys and I just kept fighting them. He's like, you left the sport because you were scared to fight these guys. I just kept fighting them.
1: And I like that he also said, Michael Bisping said, let's see what happens when you take three years off and I kept working. Let's see what happens. And I think that's very true because it's going to show. I kept
0: working and I am the most athletic, um, uh, how do you say, fighter in the the sport ever. He's like, well, I'm a fighter. (laughs) (laughs) It was great.
1: It's the truth. I mean, it's the truth. It's going to show Anderson Silva broke his leg and came back and GSP was still chilling.
0: Because he didn't want to... That's where Michael Bisping, too. He's like, I don't care what I'm wearing. You worried about your sponsorship. I'm a fighter. I don't worry about my sponsorship. Did you know Tyron Woodley and Dan Balzerian were in a movie together?
1: I kept seeing photos of them in whatever. And they Dan Balzerian was at the fight. And, I and they kept shaved seeing their some.
0: beard together. It wasn't Zero Dark Thirty. And it wasn't Super Trooper. I don't know. Some weird like mm-hmm. military movie. I don't know. I don't think it was real. It was supposed to be realistic, but I guess they had to shave their beards for it. I, there was a picture of Tyron without his beard. He looks good without that beard. I assumed he had no chin. He looks okay. Uh, it's got to be cushion. I,
1: I think he's got beady little eyes. You know how I feel about Tyron Woodley. Really. I think he's handsome other than his eyes he can keep them glasses on, but he knows it. That's why he wears glasses inside. Because
0: those eyes aren't threatening. I, yeah. You're like, don't get me with those little doll eyes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know what, I can, but I you, I'm going to flick you right in the nose. You're, you're like, like I, you're I don't even worry nervous. about it. <laughs> but he wears glasses. He wears glasses like Tony Ferguson wears glasses.
0: Yeah, good for freaking Bisping, though. Because otherwise, that fight was a snooze fest. So he brought some heat to it for sure by that um, interview. That presser.
1: So, on the horizon, we have another fight coming up this weekend. We're going to definitely get into that later into the week. I think but, it's like
0: 106 or something.
1: Yeah, I believe it's on Fox. There definitely is a few prospects I was taking a gander. <sighs> oh,
0: you were looking it over already? already? I was still disappointed. I was still I'm bitter ready to move about Nero and off Ferguson.
1: I'm already to move on because of this Maya fight and I'm just yeah. like ooh who's coming We're up like, but get it. there's prospects that I'm just like ooh there's definitely some money to be Ones had to out for. yep it's gonna definitely be a fun one but it is gonna take some looking into there's gonna be some names that you didn't hear about um, and some people that only have one or two fights in the UFC and you gotta have these fights it's a Fox fight you're not gonna get pay-per-views and the pay-per-views haven't been worth it lately so you ain't missing out on anything the yeah. Fo- Fox Knights have definitely been if you
0: have a Twitter Follow us on Twitter at Lesbo Lesboandthebean and the Bean and